0: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the inevitable what is the inevitable and what will make you know what the inevitable is welcome to before the trumpet I am Shu'aib and I'm pleased to take you on a journey through the texts of the Quran and Sunnah tracing the signs that lead to the final hour and events of the inevitable بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن اهتدى بهديه واقتدى بسنته لا يوم الدين وبعد We welcome you back to our series on the Alamat al The Signs Before the Final Hour though we did begin with some of the major signs and we mentioned quite a few ahadith regarding the coming of imam mahdi but now we share with you a few of the ahadith in which the prophet gave us signs about the coming of the last hour however these were more subtle signs or these were signs that weren't considered major, according to the ulama, but perhaps the minor signs. So in one hadith, the hadith of Umm Salama radiallahu anha, the wife of the Holy Prophet sallallahu she says that one night the Prophet sallallahu he got up and he said, Subhanallah, how many tribulations have come down tonight and how many treasures have been disclosed? Go and wake the dwellers of these apartments, meaning the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, for prayer. A well dressed soul in this world may be naked in the hereafter. This is the hadith of Imam Bukhari. And then Usama bin Zayd Radiallahu Anhu, he narrated uh, in a hadith which was mentioned both by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim that once the Prophet ﷺ stood over one of the battlements of Al Madina, and he asked the people do you see what i see so those who were there they said no the prophet then said that i see afflictions falling over your houses just as raindrops fall we imagine this is 1400 years ago during that time the prophet could see the afflictions coming down the tribulations and the trials and what we know as the fitan The fitan had already began during the time of the Prophet. Abu Huraira said, The Prophet said, amongst the signs, of course, of the Day of Judgment are that time will pass rapidly. And this is something many of us can witness for ourselves. Time goes by. You know, it's such that a year goes by today and it seems like a month. And a month goes by, it seems like a week has gone by Or a week goes by, it seems like a single day goes by And hours are like minutes and so on and so forth This is a prophecy that was made by the Prophet wasallam so many years ago That before the end of times, time will pass by very rapidly And knowledge will decrease Though knowledge is everywhere and it is very easily accessible, but the people of understanding will be small in number, and miserliness will become widespread in people's hearts. And we know a miser, the Prophet told us is one who is close to uh close to Shaytan, what whereas he is far from the people and he is far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the generous one is he who is close to Allah and close to the people and far from shaitan. But before the end of times, miserliness will become widespread in the hearts of people and afflictions will appear. And some of these we've made mention of earlier as well, whether it's diseases, the likes of which they had never people had never heard before, heard of before, or whether it's other calamities, whether it's uh, natural phenomena, whether it's disasters, all of these things that will become apparent during that time, and there will be much haraj. The Prophet said there will be haraj, haraj. So the Sahaba who were there with the Prophet asked him what he meant by haraj. What is haraj that he is referred to? So the Prophet said, Killing, killing, and he repeated this twice This is the hadith of Imam Bukhari as well This is a list of many other things that are going to happen Before the end of times az ibn Adiyah anhu He narrated that we once, want to, we once went to Anas ibn Malik anhu, And we complained about the wrong that we were suffering At the, the hands of the notorious bloodshedder Hajjaj And Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu he sympathized with these people and he pacified them to a certain extent by telling them that be patient for no time will come but the time following it will be worse you people are complaining about the the suffering at the hands of Hajjaj undoubtedly but know that whatever time is to come after this It's only going to be worse than the time that you are witnessing now And this will be the trend or the pattern until you meet your Lord He says, I heard the Prophet said say that Anus ibn Malik was not saying this on his own he was trying to elaborate. He is trying to spell it out that these are the words of the Prophet ﷺ himself. Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, has recorded that himself also. And then another hadith we find in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, said that the Prophet ﷺ said, there will, come, there will definitely come a time of afflictions when one who sits will be better than the one who stands. And the one who stands will be better than the one who walks. And the one who walks will be better than the one who runs. And whoever exposes himself to these afflictions, they will destroy him." So whoever can find a place of protection or refuge from them, they should take shelter in it, because those afflictions will be rampant, very common, and widespread. Coming back to Hudaifa radiallahu anhu whose knowledge of the signs of the last day and knowledge of the things that were going to occur, but not the good things, but the bad things before the end of times, the Prophet he says, anhu, said, the Prophet told us two a hadith. One of which I have seen fulfilled. So I saw it happen. It, it happened. And I am waiting for the fulfillment of the other hadith. He said the Prophet ﷺ told us that honesty came down into the hearts of men from Allah. Then they learnt it from the Quran and then from the Sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ told us that honesty would be taken away. He said man will be overtaken by sleep during which honesty will be taken from his heart and only the trace of honesty will remain and the traces of this will be like that of a dark spot. Then he will be taken, overtaken by slumber again during which honesty will decrease still further until that trace will resemble a blister such as is caused when an ember is dropped onto one's foot what happens it swells and there it's swelling but there's actually nothing inside so people will be carrying on with their trade but there will hardly be any trustworthy people People will continue with their transactions. People will continue to make business. People will continue. But there won't be any trustworthy or truthful people left with which one can conduct the transaction. So the people will say, there's an honest man in such and such tribe. Meaning it's going to be so scarce, so difficult or rare to find an honest person. They'll have to refer to a tribe In order to find out or seek out one individual trustworthy person. You'll have to go to such and such tribe. And there you'll find a trustworthy one. Later they will say about some man. What a wise. What a polite. What a strong man he is. Although he will not have that person that is being praised for his strength and for his wisdom. He will not have iman, faith. Even... Equal to the size of a mustard seed The Prophet then said Indeed, there came a time When I did not mind dealing with any one of you For if he were a Muslim His Islam would compel him To pay whatever he owed me And if he were a Christian Then the Muslim official would compel him to pay it But now I do not deal with anyone except so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. There was a time when having to deal with people, it was easy. Because there was truthfulness. There was trustworthiness. But today, there's a very limited handful of people that I can actually make business with. I can actually deal with. For fear that they are not going to be trustworthy or truthful. And again, this was then. We can imagine what it must be like today. If that was 1400 years ago, and the Prophet ﷺ had that to say, what must it be like today, having to deal with people? Ibn Umar ﷺ said, the Prophet ﷺ on one occasion, he stood beside the pulpit, and he was facing the east, and then the Prophet ﷺ said, Afflictions will emerge from here From the east Where the top of Shaytan's head will appear There's a different interpretations To where the pausa was referring to when he said this, we find this hadith in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari الله, as well. Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu said that he heard the Prophet sallallahu say that the hour will not come until a man passes by someone's grave to visit him. Perhaps a man will pass by the grave and say, I wish that I were in the place of the one who is inside the grave. The times the person is living in will become so difficult The world will be rocked by trials, tribulations, fitan As a result of which a person would rather be dead than for him to be alive The Prophet Sallallahu also mentioned regarding the Euphrates River Which is one of the two rivers that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi was shown On his nocturnal journey were from the rivers of Jannah Two which are visible are the Euphrates and the Nile, and then there is the Salsabil and Al Kawthar, which are invisible. Nonetheless, the, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that the Euphrates will disclose, will, uh, may, will, will, will show, there will be a golden treasure under it, and this will be made apparent to the people. And whoever is present at the time when the Euphrates gives off this golden treasure should not take anything of it. Imam Bukhari rahimahullah has mentioned this in his Sahih as well. This is also from the signs of the Day of Judgment. Inshallah we do continue in the following episode with more of the signs of the Day of Judgment. Salaamu Alaikum.